Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast. This week, I thought it would be so beautiful, poignant, and timely to actually invite two beautiful guests onto the show, the amazing Liz Sefton and Kimberly Steele, who I've had the privilege and pleasure of interviewing already independently on the Self Love Podcast. But these two amazing souls have actually been my biggest supporters and most incredible behind-the-scenes workers of the Essential Self-Mastery Program. All three of us were completely blown away at the graduation last week, and I just felt it would be so appropriate, inspiring, and uplifting to hear what the three of us thought about these 23 students that went through the program and how we saw their progress over 15 weeks. This program really is about mastering oneself. But we all know that that is a continual process. It's never, I'm not sure if the two of you will agree, it's never that we actually get there perhaps, but we are constantly honing and putting our energy and effort into being the best version of ourselves. So I want to welcome you both, beautiful Liz Sefton and Kimberly Steele, to the Self Love Podcast. Thank you, Lizzie. You can go first. And maybe because you were in there, both of you, each and every week, maybe, my sweet, you could give us an overview of what you saw of the program. And then, Kimberly, please feel free to jump in afterwards. Thank you, Kimmy. Thank you for inviting me to, to discuss this um, amazing program that I was a part of um, over the last 15 weeks. Um, I don't really know where to start, but mainly the main thing I really noticed is that change doesn't happen by chance. You really need to work at it. And um, in order to up-level, you need a support, you need to be a mentor, you need to be a part of a community that can support you through this pro process. And I think this program certainly delivered that. And I witnessed that with every participant that was in the program. Um, they were an extraordinary bunch of women um, and they were championing each other, supporting each other. There was highs, there was lows, there was confusion. Um, there was, you know, breakdowns, breakthroughs. Um, but the main thing I definitely witnessed was the um, the community of, of women banding together um, and with your amazing, you know, amazing program and each week something different was um, was blossoming and evolving in each member of that group. So I think that's the main, main thing I took away from the program is that in order to up-level, you need to be mentored and you need to be part of a community um, and that accountability to put you into action. Yeah, I agree with that, um, Liz. That was um, very well put together. Mm. Um, yeah, it was amazing to watch everybody uh, change throughout and become more flexible in uh, their approach to each week, whereas right at the beginning, um, probably because I was more involved in the um, tech side of things, um, people getting uh, caught up in the little things, which is a lot about self-mastery isn't it when we we get caught up in the little little things in life instead of what's the actual core 
what's driving that frustration or whatever. So um, it was great watching them become more flexible and willing to uh, be open, you know, right at the beginning, people wanting the full, you know, tell me what's next, tell me what's next and wanting the full outline whereas it was all like just trust the process you know <laughs> it's like you know when you talk about personalities that's really hard for a lot of people um to trust a process that's quite daunting um yeah so that's what i loved watching people become more open to the whole the whole process it's quite a fascinating thing to witness i know we all have been part of programs and of all felt every single struggle that every single one of them had from like what you say, Kimberly, wanting to know the whole program, wanting to know what's happening. And we each saw their different personalities come through as well. And we could almost pinpoint where their struggles would be or what they'd think about. But I want us all to to think back to week one. Everyone was so excited. I mean, so many people signed up for this and really wanted to be a part of it. I only put two posts on Facebook So they really did come from a community that trusted my work and trusted what uh, the process of mastery actually means. But if we think back to week one, where we went through, you know, all the things about the conscious and unconscious mind and how to live above the line. And but then I think what really threw the spanner in the works was whilst most people would think that mastering oneself is, you know, a bit of a mindset game. I threw them a physical challenge in the first week. And little did they realize they had 15 weeks of working, moving, and trusting their physicality. Kimberly, what would you say was your biggest insight? aha observation in that first week when they got delivered the 15-week program from a fitness point of view um yeah that was <laughs> that was interesting um it's yeah because everybody's excuses come forward you know to themselves it's like oh I can't do that but then they realize that they actually can and so yeah that first week um everyone crapped themselves really didn't they <laughs> Um, and and then there's the others that um, are already sort of doing that sort of thing you know already have an exercise program but they also um, but they were probably more willing to go oh yeah I'll up the game a little bit uh, because then they may be already um, in tune with their bodies but if you haven't done much exercise or you've been making lots of reasons why you can't we we all do it we always make excuses for oh I won't do it today um so yeah that was that was uh yeah a good start to the program and Lizzie what were your thoughts when you witnessed them especially (laughs) and I'm not going to give all the program away but there were certain things that they had to do that was way outside their comfort zone what would you say your biggest observations were around linking mastery with stepping out of that comfort zone? Oh, yes, there was definitely certain things that really brought them out of their comfort zones. And there was messages going, do we really have to do this? Um, but I, I definitely think that they, uh, the program taught them to really look into themselves um and really look at their triggers and why was it that that they felt that way when there were there were certain elements of the program um to put them out of their comfort zone so um and then you saw by the end of the program that that they had been able to work through those triggers and 
and work it out why they were so triggered and what was it that made them feel so uncomfortable. So I think through that being uncomfortable, there was definitely growth and and expansion and, and they learnt a lot about themselves in that process. And I think it'd be fair to say the three of us learnt a lot in witnessing that because what we see in others is often a beautiful mirror or an opportunity for us to piggyback on the back of what they're feeling and thinking and experiencing or even reminding us of our you know challenges or things we've pushed ourselves through. And I think what we noticed was really people owning their limiting beliefs or owning what they didn't think about themselves or the sabotaging behaviors that they did around themselves. But that just didn't click for them overnight. It wasn't like they went, oh, yes, I do overeat or, oh, yes, I do uh, tend to pull out of things and not want to do them when I don't feel like it. When you look back on that and you think about how they kept texting you two, I love the fact that you two got all the messages and um, and the fact that they felt that they could share with you. But one of the biggest things we talked about through the program was how to challenge that negative thinking rather than giving into it or feeling a victim to it. It was asking why. It was about getting curious as to why they felt triggered or upset or pushed by that. And by no stretch of the imagination did this happen for everyone at the same time. We all noticed different people going through different challenges. But Kimberly, from your perspective, what was the biggest learning, do you think, for them as students to actually witness via each other their limitations, but realizing that their limitations was just a belief, it wasn't even true? Um, Good question. Um, Yeah, I think they... They, it was great that, like we said before, the community that they could learn from each other. It's like, well, if they could do that, then maybe I could push myself or, or um, uh, take that little extra step. But yeah, it didn't happen overnight, and um, they they were all very different. And it was am- amazing to see at the end the people that did, um, you know, uh, not step up, but you know blossom I suppose you know at right at the end it's like oh wow I didn't realize how much you know they'd been quietly taking in so um yeah I don't know if I answered your question there but yeah um so when you think about that community and Lizzie mentioned it at the beginning as well there is something about community and accountability but also the inspiration which you just touched on so even though we have these limiting beliefs or emotions or we've made decisions that we think we can or we think we can't do something there comes a calling and it's I guess where I would love for you to go Lizzie is the fact that I don't think any one of us let any one of us off the hook would that be fair to say Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we all, um, yeah, whenever there was a, a trigger or a question, um, there was always a process of being able to work through that um, so that they could come out of it on the other side. Um, and also the buddies, like each participant had different buddies throughout that process. So they could always lean on on their buddy um, or their buddy would always um be able to keep them accountable. So yeah, there was lots of accountability throughout the whole program. Um, And I think that's always the key to success is having that accountability and pulling you into action. 
Such a good point. We also went through things like understanding how we learn, whether we're more visual or auditory or kinesthetic. We looked at how we actually do things around caring for ourselves with self-care. And we also looked at how we think and really broke down, I guess, because of our um, uh, background in neuro-linguistic programming, understanding the conscious and the unconscious mind. When you look at all of that, Kimberly, I know you're an NLP practitioner as well, but when you think about the whole picture, I'm amazed that this work isn't in every school, university, church, marriage situation. Like, what has been your biggest understanding around NLP and also just how we wove some of those learnings through this particular program? Was there any ahas or insights from your perspective? Uh, yeah, I, I suppose uh, watching how everyone um, worked through their own struggles and the it was incredible to see uh, their, um, uh, their own aha moments when they understood how we uh act with our beliefs and you know how we learn so yeah it was it was incredible to watch the um then gather more understanding about why they've made choices and why that you know why they make the choices and why they have the thoughts that they have and and so yeah that was uh it was great to see like from a nlp perspective it was amazing to to watch how that all unfolded and see it happening for people over a period of time. It's so lovely to be an observer of this and especially understanding you're going to push different buttons at different times. We also know that everybody that did this program has their own lives, their own uh, distractions and their own um, things that come up. It's not like you do a 15-week program and go, oh, good, I've just got this to focus on for 15 weeks. Lizzie, what do you think was so precious, not only from a buddy point of view and also the group and community, but when you watched these beautiful souls and you got a lot of their messages and then they got to really dive deeper, even though this was an online program, you'd think we wouldn't get the connection, but we really did gain such an incredible deep connection. Do you think it was the personality work that we went through? Was it the fact that I dove even deeper than I've ever done before with this work? What was your feelings around witnessing, understanding the four temperament work? Yes, um, I think definitely the personality work is always a highlight for anyone that does a program because it really gives them a greater understanding of what, of how, you know, of how they are and how others tick. Um, and always learning the, the the understanding that no one is wrong, everyone is just different. Um, so it was good to have those different personalities in the group because we can all learn from each other and see how how everybody works. Um, and you've always incorporated in any of your programs the way people learn and the way people think is um, is always you always try and incorporate each different personality into that work. So that's always. Um, very helpful for each personality type to be able to get as much out of it as they can. So true. And obviously we, we've we got to see them um, laugh throughout the program, not only at themselves, but also the meaning that they put into things and realizing a lot of the time that it's 
it's not actually even true. It's just a perception of what we think is true, or it's just a sometimes we sweat over the small things that really uh, don't play as big a significant part in our lives, although they can be the undoing of us. So they do play quite a significant role. I remember also for when we launched into them a nutrition challenge and even that pushed buttons as we can all appreciate. And uh, Kimberly, as a nutrition coach and someone who actually did get to express and show these beautiful souls what it means to eat well, how do you think they went challenging those beliefs around eating? Or I know we dropped in obviously the beautiful Secret Spice Company, all of your beautiful ways and cooking and how we could make eating such a pleasure, but also we didn't have to deprive ourselves. From a nutritional point of view, was there any insights or ahas from your perspective? Yeah, again, it was it was challenging um, for some people to think that uh, to change the way they eat was part of this. So that's what I found interesting was that uh, that kind of that discipline around um, having a look, having a closer look at what you are actually eating and how you think about food and how you, you know, that your thoughts and beliefs around how well you can, well you eat or how disciplined you can be. And discipline's a, a funny word because it's, I don't know, I don't actually like using the word discipline. I don't know why, Kim, you might have more insight into that word than, than me, but but with the with food, yeah, it's it's something a lot of people struggle with. And even people that think they eat really well, there's always something you can do better or do differently. Um, so yeah, nothing really outstanding with that. The 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 exercise side of things seem to be more of a um a point of conversation than the food. Uh, at some point, you know, as in in the chats, you know, in people's conversations. But yeah, again, it's just a, it's that um, the mind play that you have with yourself over. Oh, I don't know that I could do that. You know, it's so true. And I loved watching them go from feeling inadequate or not able to to realizing they had every potential to do whatever they chose to do. And ultimately, that's what this program really showed people is no matter what happens in life, it's happening for you, not to you. And I guess when we think about that, we then realize we have a choice in every situation, how we think, how we feel, how we act, how we speak, what we say, all of the things that make us up as a human. And I shared a number of different philosophies and different things that really mattered to me through the last three decades of all the personal growth work that I've done. And of course, you can imagine both of you angels having come to France with me and seen my passion for essential oils. Um, you'll both appreciate that essential oils played a big part of this program. Um, Lizzie, what were your thoughts around incorporating oils into a program that's around mindset and mastering oneself? Yes, I love I love the aromatherapy side of the program, and I and I believe most of the participants enjoyed that too. And I. I few of them have said that was one of their favourite topics that was discussed. Um, and it was just, I think, the power of the essential oils and, and how they can anchor that into their self-mastery and how they can use them um, to, you know, in their self-care toolkits and, and which particular oils are good for the different um, emotional needs and physical needs and 
Um, yeah, just the power of the oils was definitely a, um, a highlight in the group for a lot of them. Kimberly, one of the things that you're very good at is um, it has been the technical side, although everyone will probably laugh at the two of us at this moment. <laughs> but um, from an aspect of the part of the prerequisites or one of the pre, the only prerequisite to do this program is to be a part of the Essential Self-Care Weekend. And both of you, again, extraordinary in the background, the behind the scenes. And obviously we uh, had a beautiful weekend up here on the Sunshine Coast. Finally, after three years of having a hiatus from these beautiful weekends, but when you saw them come together here, a lot of them chose to come during the Essential Self Mastery Program to the Sunshine Coast. And you again got to witness people as you were supporting people that were online doing the program. But what was your, um, what did you see when you saw them all into that room halfway through the program um, to then come together live, especially when we had people come into state and obviously from over in New Zealand? Was there anything you noticed in particular from that weekend and maybe Lizzie you could give us your insights from that weekend as well yeah they um they were so excited you know like it was um putting uh you know being with someone so they had such a strong connection really you know quite early on they were supporting each other and um I feel like they got to know each other to a certain degree quite quickly and then to be in the space together uh where you know you know like um online is nothing like in person is it when you get to touch and feel each other and and you know see each other's faces more closely so yeah that just sort of from that point on in the program it really um it's like that gelled them all close together and yeah, um, yeah, I felt that I felt like that that really gelled them together. Um, and this essential uh, self-care weekend also really probably cemented some things that you'd already touched on in the program. So that was um, yeah, it was good to see. Yeah, I tend to agree that I think them having the opportunity to connect in person um, just accelerated their connections um, throughout the rest of the program. Um, and I can I can honestly see that there is lifelong friendships um, that's been formed um, from that um, from the program, but also cemented by the the self care weekend. Um, and it was also an opportunity for them to play with the oils and smell the oils, um, and yeah, just really you know have a good play and 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 connect with the rest with the work that they had done. Um, and you could see like they all, you know, they went out for dinner together. They went and watched the sunset. They went to the farmer's market together. So yeah, definitely um, nothing beats that, that connection of being, of being live together. And that was probably the point as well, because I got to speak um, to them about the food and how to make it easier. That was probably when they started doing things differently with food, like we started that, you know, they had the opportunity to buy some spices and to ask me questions about how to get nourishing food on the table um, easier with, you know, um, easy planning sort of process. And then we started to see in the group that there was more encouragement. People were sharing their meals and, you know, sending in photos of, of um, what they'd been doing with their food. So that probably did help from that point on as well. 
I think you're dead right. And there's nothing like live demos or seeing something right in front of you. And both of you are incredible at supporting people to be able to see what they need to see so that they can do what they need to do. And I think what was so precious is even I didn't realize just how powerful this online program of mastery would be so engaging with having the Essential Self-Care Weekend. And what I've also really learned to appreciate is because this is such a deep dive into our own personal growth and well-being and becoming better versions of ourselves without it being full in depth, rehashing old problems, or we, we don't go there at all, which is what I really love. What I love is that you get to do the self-inquiry in your way. And then coming together, we get to actually express to one another the findings, the ahas, the insights as to how we've stepped up. And I think we'll all agree seeing one of the students in particular have I guess, a breakdown to break through in that weekend. How did you both feel watching that process unfold, in particular with one of our students, where she really did, it, it was almost like everything just hit a wall. What would you say to that, Lizzie? Yes, it was, um, yes, it was, um, it was an interesting moment for everyone to be a part of. And I think everybody learned and grew from that experience. Um, and. It was just lovely to see that everybody was concerned, everyone wanted them to be okay, um, and everyone certainly learned a lot from that time. And I know I did myself as well. So, um, And I think too, I think, you know, there's ebbs and flows in all our lives, so we can't always attend things and everything be smooth and rosy and um, so it's it's during these breakdowns that we do have our biggest ahas and we learn a lot. So um, it was, yeah, it was, you know, it was interesting to experience and 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 a lot of us was was throwing a lot of love and a lot of care. Um, and everyone had, you know, really great, you know, had empathy for what was going on in that room and was very respectful, I think, as well. And Kim, you handled, you know, it was marvellous to watch you um, in action as well, <laughs> um, knowing how to handle um, that kind of situation and make everyone feel safe and, um, and uh, yeah, that it was just how you handled it was, was very um, heartwarming that and, the, you know, and the outcome was the breakthrough. So that was what mm -hmm. we... The, you know, that was incredible to watch. Thank you. I think I feel so privileged to have been coached by many different amazing people and mentors and coaches myself through business and personal life and counseling and therapy. And there is nothing like doing or presenting something like this and bringing all of those skills and trusting yourself to deliver and to support and also to help someone really get through those situations. And I can tell you honestly and wholeheartedly that it's the love of my support crew that really allows me to be the greatest expression of that. And I just wanted to talk about that with support crews, what I also learned for myself, realizing that we don't know when we're going to be triggered sometimes. We don't know when the real aha will land, if indeed we ever have one. It's not that everybody has to. But I realized in that moment with the grace of that incredible support crew 
that you need to do this work in order to be a great support person. And I just want to acknowledge both of you for all the work you've done. You've both studied with me from the moment I started launching educational programs. And I guess you've seen the work grow as well. And so I'd love to ask you both from your perspective over nearly a decade of knowing me and my work and what it is that I dream of creating in this community, what would be the thing that's landed for both of you personally, maybe starting with you, Lizzie? Oh gosh, there's been lots of um, lots of growth in my time with you. Um, probably the ba- biggest thing is self belief um, and stepping out of your comfort, <laughs> stepping into that. You know that that growth only comes from fear and being uncomfortable. Um, so I definitely think that's probably been my biggest takeaway. Um, and you've had a way of gently easing me into that so um yes definitely my biggest takeaway is that um that growth that growth mindset um and that confusion confusion is growth too that you know you don't have to understand everything that everything's a process um and that confusion is growth um and that you are constantly involving um and all the learnings along the way. You might not think you need to know that right now, but there'll always be something down the track um, where a situation will come by and, and you'll be, I'll remember, oh, yes, I remember that in some of the other programs that I've done. So that's probably been my my biggest takeaway. Yeah, as um, all the different programs that uh, I've done with you, Kim, and the times I've heard you talk, I feel like I've grown with you as you've started teaching a new it's all come from the same basis the self-love base and um but then as you've started you know introducing more and more of the nlp as you've learnt more and studied more and every time you study something new you bring it into your work and so then you know and the amount of times i've heard you talk or or been at any of your programs I've got to experience that as well and and um, learn something new as well about myself and and every time uh, I do something with you, uh, I take away what I need to learn. So I learn what I need to learn for that time. Like Liz said, sometimes mm. you, you go, oh, yeah, I heard that. I remember you talking about that another time, but it's like right now this is what's happening for me in my life, so I'll... Um, I'll probably p- pull out, you know, we do that with everything, don't we? We only hear what we want to hear. and But in this point, um, you you hear what you need to hear when you're doing, when you're in that mindset of um, of learning and growth. You're, look at, you're kind of looking for that. What do I need out of, of what you're doing? So it's been, yeah, it's been great that you've, you've done all the hard work for us, Kim, and done all the the courses and learnt all the new stuff and then you can just teach us the how how to apply it to our lives and and yeah it's um it's been amazing (laughs) yes can I just add to the um the NLP side of things I've I've I haven't been NLP trained and to experience it in the mastery program in your way I think has been the best learning for me um that's been the best way for me to learn about NLP rather than a formal NLP course. So um, I definitely think that that's been a big 
a big growth for me as well because there was lots of new concepts in the program that I hadn't learned. So um, definitely um, your your way of teaching LRP has definitely appealed to me. I um, thank you. I love the fact that I feel like we're just sitting in a lounge having a, a beautiful chai <laughs> together to, talking like this. But I have to be honest with you, it is thanks to the grace and the gentle pushing, poking and prodding of my coaches this year that uh, supported me to do this because I think everyone should do NLP. I think everyone should learn the, the core principles of this incredible work. But then I realized, too, that not everybody wants to do the formal training. So thank you, Lizzie, for saying that, because it was thanks to Juliet and Paul that said to me, well, teach it in your way. With, Of course, I stick to the principles of what the what the, the essence of NLP is, but adding in my interpretations and the work that I've done for myself has enabled me the freedom to really bring in all of the different teachings and learnings. You know, I worked it out, girls, the other day that I probably spent a quarter of a million dollars over the last 30 years minimum on personal growth training or certification or getting diplomas or becoming more and more educated. And I know people really do like to see that certification or that people know what they're doing. And what I've really come to understand and appreciate is whilst the techniques and the science is profound in in anything, that to understand that there is a backing to this, when you hear people's personal experiences or people's personal breakthroughs or people's personal uh, stepping out of the comfort zone and then where they get to, when you hear that personally, there there is nothing that can actually replace the feeling of seeing someone else's insights. We tap into their emotions. We feel it with them. I want to come towards the end of the program. And as we watched all these beautiful souls each week, they had to diarize things daily, which got them into the habit of, even if it was one or two words, it wasn't like I made everybody write paragraphs or pages. You didn't have to write 10 things or three things There was just daily questions that got them thinking. And I know for us, we also did a lot of the processing as we went through that. What do you think the daily application of work like this in a 15-week intense program actually gives us the ability? Was there anything either of you noticed that came about with the daily integration of those questions? I think by doing something daily, it, get, it becomes habitual. It, um, it gives you the space to really look within. Um, and I think also it's giving you that time to really reflect um, and see, and, you know, how many times do we just wake up and go through Groundhog Day? But by giving yourself these daily tasks, you're really giving yourself that time and that space to really think about what you want Um what you know, what you need to work on, and and really work out what your why is and what you want to what you want out of life. So I think that that integration of doing things daily makes it habitual and and, and makes it part of a of your daily um, a daily task. Yeah, I agree. the The other thing is, um, I've done many a course before, and it it's not just turning up for the weekly session, the doing those daily um, tasks, you know, the daily writing that uh, you talk about that it sort of helps you like think it through a little bit and and just keep you in the moment. So you can very easily just turn up every week and then bang, done, shut the door 
and and get on with the rest of your week until the next week and uh just sort of yeah helps keep you in the in the work that and the keep it in your thoughts so that you you understand like okay what did we what did Kim talk about this week and um try and apply it it's so powerful and it just warms my heart to hear you and over the next few months we will have guests come onto the show I think thanks to your suggestion Lizzie that mm-hmm. getting some of the graduates pushing them out of their comfort zone as well but also realizing that there, there was a line I heard I am more than I think I am and I think we all three could agree that as we watched them all graduate last week what was your biggest insight into watching these beautiful souls? They each delivered something that was beyond my wildest dreams, but it was really, they really were more than they originally thought they were at the beginning of the program, weren't they? Oh, absolutely. They all stepped, stepped up for sure. And they, and they were above the line. They really took in the 15 weeks of what they, um, what they learned and integrated that into what they what they did on that last evening um and to see them blossom like you you know to see how far they had come from week one to 15 um they definitely proved that in in their you know their delivery and, and what they shared on that that last evening so it was um yeah it was beautiful to to witness them really evolve and blossom um and I think too the the biggest thing is I believe they they had put in a lot of um into practice that you know their self you know their self love for themselves like you could see that they had really taken the time to to reflect on their 15 weeks um and i felt like they had a map going forward yeah that's uh, that's right yeah that's exactly right mm. um and oh it's gone what i was going to say uh and it was to see them be vulnerable so openly vulnerable um and and very comfortable in it so it wasn't a nervous I didn't feel like everyone anyone was I mean they were nervous naturally nervous um but it felt it felt genuine and and that everybody you could feel the like the care for everybody in the in on the call that you um that everyone was there for them and no one um no one fell short they all did and said incredible things and um yeah a real wrap up wrap up of the 15 weeks it was quite beautiful wasn't it? i think the three of us had quite a few tears mm-hmm. in our eyes as we witnessed each of them and uh, as lizzie said not everybody could turn up every week and you know as we mentioned before for 15 weeks it's not like you can show up every wednesday night but everyone watched the replays everyone handed in their final assessments and even the couple that really were you know a couple of the girls in the group did have life challenges that really has uh could perhaps we could see as an interruption or stopped them but they really stepped up above the line and have chosen to come into the program next year and that's what surprised me the most is a lot of them have asked to redo the program. As we all know, the more you do the work and hear the work, you hear them, as you said, Kimberly, when you need to hear what you need to hear. And sometimes it's really appropriate what comes up. And I think watching all of these beautiful souls come to the end of this 15 weeks, my heart was warm so much because I realized that the power of this work that I have been so gifted 
to learn and understand and now have the ability to teach has given me the real hope that humanity has such a profound desire to be better, has such a profound impact on community and support and loving one another and caring. And I think for me, the biggest thing that I saw was the kindness that showed through uh, and the ability for each of us to become a supporter and even our own mentors and coaches in the program here helping us and realizing that each of us has a different moment where we're feeling strong or maybe vulnerable. And it's okay to be in any one of those phases or stages because there's this beautiful community that will literally virtually wrap their arms around you. I know you're both busy and we're coming to the close, but perhaps you could share with us maybe a favorite quote or a favorite part of the program or the work or what it meant to you personally to witness and observe these masters coming through. Either of you can start and then I'll finish with the other one as well. Thank you, angels. Um, I'll start, Kimberly. Yeah, um, that's I, fine. You I've go. got a couple of things here. Something that that I've, I noted down was that until you change your thinking, you will recycle your experiences. So that was probably one of the biggest things I learned from the program. Um, and that, yeah, definitely the program definitely helped you work through that, that thinking. Um, and perhaps the quote that I resonated a lot with that, um, that I've also noted down here is that everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. So that's probably an interesting one as we step into Christmas, an, an interesting quote that can help us. <laughs> <laughs> But it was an amazing program and I really felt honoured to be a part of the, the support crew. Um, and through supporting um, the, the participants, I learned a lot about myself and I could see how far um, how far I have stepped up um, and how far I have come in my own learnings and behaviours from, from the work that I've done. So thank you, Kimmy. It was an amazing 15 weeks. Yeah, I agree. The um... Oh, it's really hard to have uh, like the biggest, what was the most um, amazing thing because there were so many things that went on. Um, I think, it, again, it's seeing that we are always need to be working on ourselves, that there's always something. Life throws, you know, shit balls at you all the time. So <laughs> um, a program like this sort of gives you the tools and, and everyone you know, it's a lifelong thing, like you said earlier on, and that's kind of what uh, I think by the end of the 15 weeks that everybody realised that this is not just 15 weeks, this is um, a lifelong thing and they've now got these amazing resources that you've put together for them for when the shit does hit the fan that they they go, oh, God, where, where Kim talked about that somewhere or what can I do? And they know they've got each other or they can contact us and say, oh, where, where did we learn about this? I can't, you know, because you can't sometimes you've got all this information. Where do you go to find it when your head's scrambled with a challenge or, or whatever? So it's knowing that this is lifelong work and that you've you've now got the resources for it the, and the quality of what you gave Kim each week was outstanding. Like I felt like I was going through my NLP practitioner program again. Um, there was so much in there that 
was just so amazing. Um, so the, but my, um, I went through some of the quotes that everybody had shared over the time and I don't even think, uh, I think this may have been one of yours that you shared, Kim, but it was, I can't read the name of who said it, but avoiding your triggers isn't healing. Healing happens when you're triggered and you're able to move through the pain, the pattern and the story and walk your way to a different ending. So I, I really, that really mm. resonates with me because I just go, yep, you can't just avoid all the crap. You've, you've got to, um, you know, learn a new way to walk through it and, and get to a different result. You're incredible, you two. And just to hear you both see what you could take from it. And I think that's probably where in my life I've always enjoyed being on support crew for anyone because you get to observe and hear things for yourself uh, that maybe you've looked at in the past and now you have an opportunity to really allow that essence or the message to calibrate and to really uh, vibrate through every cell in your being so that you can be the work and not just think the work. And so from my heart to yours, both of you, thank you. Thank you for inspiring me to deliver what I would consider some of my best work. I, I know there's so much more and so much more I want to give. And I say that with hand on heart, that my best in this moment is what I can offer. And which is why we realized after this program, lovely ladies, that this is definitely going to be an annual program. And I'm delighted and excited to announce that we will be running the Essential Self Mastery Program kicking off in April for 15 weeks. And we do have four opportunities to do the Essential Self Care Weekend as a prerequisite or whilst you're in the program, either virtually or you can come to two events on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, the dates are all under 28.com, the word 20, the number 8.com under events, or you can do a virtual uh, one as well. Plus, we also have the opportunity of a live one down there in country Victoria where our beautiful Lizzie is. So please hop on to the website 28.com. If you are interested in being a part of the Essential Self Mastery Program, and really would like to level up, shape up, and step up into being your best version of self, then you can head on over to kimmorrison.com. That's K-I-M-M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N, kimmorrison.com, and you'll see all the information there, not only the Essential Self Mastery Program, but the Self Love and Wellness Mentorship Weekly Program, and of course, also any of the one-on-one -on -one coaching that I have found myself stepping into more and more and loving helping executives, corporates, people that are business owners, mums transitioning from either kids going to school or becoming empty nesters. I've had beautiful clients who are just so willing to become a better version of themselves that I think my love of this work is witnessing the profound insightful and absolutely committedness if that's a word of people who really do want to be the best that they can be so uh, is there any final message to anyone listening to the self-love podcast that either of you would love to add in here just to finish up oh, I suppose my final message would be is that uh, you don't have to put up with life as it is there's always more you can do um, and there's things and there's people out there that are, are there to 
to help guide you. There's so so many different ways of doing it. This, you know, is only just one of them. But um, stepping outside your comfort zone makes your comfort zone expand. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that, Kimberly. Um, I also just think that um, in order to um, to up level or to grow, that you you do need support, and um, there's a lot of programs out there that that are there for you, and including Kim's. Um, so I definitely think you don't need to do this alone, um, and that you are worth it. You're definitely worth it. What a beautiful way to finish. Absolutely every single one of you listening to this right now, there's no accident. You are worth it. It's not the only program, but perhaps what all three of us could give to you is the opportunity to keep looking, keep learning, keep reading, keep growing, listening to podcasts, going online. There are so many free resources as well. Or you can look at little things like mentorships or joining communities. Beautiful Liz and Kimberly, busy day ahead as we head into Christmas. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned that, Lizzie, about <laughs> being triggered. Both of you talking about triggers. Gosh, there's nothing like Christmas to push us all into that, right? Mm. But um, I really do love you both. And I cannot wait to share more of you two next year. These two women are phenomenal. Please make sure if you're in Kyabram, make sure you head into the innate uh, chiropractic clinic where our beautiful Lizzie is. And if any of you, oh, Kimberly, could you finish by telling us how, is there anything, I know we're heading into Christmas. I know it's probably too late for postage, but how can people find out more about the spices? Because they are a savior. Thank you, Kim. Um, Yeah, head to the Secret Spice Co., that's one word, secretspiceco.com.au. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Secret Spice Co. Um, yeah, shipping is getting late, but, um, yeah, there, there will be some little last-minute sale things probably pop up as um, I feel sorry for everybody that leaves it too late because you want something um, special for your friends and family, but, yeah. Well, I'm going to add in there that maybe then you might miss Christmas, but then make New Year's a hell of a great taste sensation yeah. with the Secret Spice Co. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'll be having a break, <laughs> but I'll still be around. <laughs> yes. Well, I want to wish you both a very Merry Christmas. And again, I cannot tell you how much I love you both. Thank you again for being on the Self Love Podcast. And here's to the three of us playing more in 2023. Absolutely. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.